I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Despite only spending about 90 days together before our wedding, we've now been married over 25 years. And we were only together for about two weeks before getting engaged. That might qualify us as 90 Day Fiancé OGs. Probably not, but that coupled with being super fans of the shows does qualify us to sit down each week and talk about the episodes, cast members, and the general chaos that surrounds their families. Just like ours. 90 Day Fiancé, The Other Way, Season 2, Episode 17. Brittany gets divorced, finally, and seeks spousal support from Yuzan. These are jokes. They never got married. I write jokes. Well, no. The joke was is that she was never married to him, so she wouldn't get spousal support from him. Right. But she's trying to get it. Right. So she can't but, get it from her That's why it wasn't funny. Oh. <laughs> well, you're probably right. <laughs> if it was funny, I would have laughed. All right. Sorry. Well, let's try this one. <laughs> All right. This one's a bit long and a bit awkward. Oh, no. All right? That's not a I know. Let, let, joke, let's get okay. through. It's not really a joke. It's still a storyline. Okay. Jahoon delivers another soul-crushing blow to Devin when he doesn't respect the American tradition of the groom dancing with his stepdaughter <sighs> in the wedding of the mother and a father of the mother's second child, who she didn't have by wedlock either. This is where you insert shakes my head. Right. <laughs> soul-crushing blow. It's too complicated to get into. Finally, after much discussion, Ari finally says okay to Binyam's request to baptize young Avi. Ari also responds with okay when Binyam says that he loves her. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, well, okay. Well, whatever. We get to hear some intimate details of Jenny and Summit's lovemaking. And I'm suddenly not as big of a fan of this couple as I was previously. (laughs) See, I totally missed that when I watched it because, you know, I I listen. That was quick in there. I missed it. He likes dominant Jenny, he likes. Oh, so gross. That can't happen very often. She's too old She's only got so much. I mean, we like her, right? I love her. Yes. She's very nice grandmotherly person. Yes, who I don't want to picture being dominant (laughs) in the bedroom. Uh, Okay. My... my, (sighs) My hopefully at least the lights are off. My mental <laughs> vision has been seared forever. Right. <laughs> Kenny thinks Armando and Hannah could be saying bad things about him in Spanish. <laughs> and he would know it. And I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> all he, all Kenny has to do is just listen to us do it in English. <laughs> and everybody else. Right. Or is the rest of the world against him as much as we are. I don't know. You know, we thought he was one of the most likable people. In the beginning. Sure. But now he's just self-absorbed and, and, and I don't know, oblivious? Yeah, he is He is oblivious. Oblivious I, to uh, the effect on anybody else. I think now at this point, anything he says bothers me. Yeah, me too. The whole parenting thing was a bit awkward. I get whole... where he's coming from with that, but it is really early to insert himself. I mean, like, they just got there. Yes. And he doesn't even speak the same language as the girl. So probably jumping on Armando's case about his parenting, parenting style yeah. right out of the gate 
probably isn't the best move. At least it's not the best move for what might happen in the bedroom later or not. Yeah, <laughs> we can stay away from that. Right, right. But I just, I'm you, just saying, you see how awkward that is. Yeah. And I don't I, think there's anything warm and fuzzy happening. I, I guess the only redeeming part of this is that somehow, like all other things Armando... The two of them seem to talk this little parenting thing out between the two of them. They did. Kenny actually. says that he is not, he's new to obviously being a step parent. Mm-hmm. And Armando tells him, well, if you have corrective things, why don't you do it in a better way? Right. He said, basically, I didn't like your tone. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> what an effective word that is. <laughs> Says the person who says it uh, yeah, every day. It, it got said to me a lot. <laughs> so the two of them, I mean, I don't know. I think we see that Armando at a point says that because I think the language thing is becoming to be an issue. It does. And it seems like it's, it's becoming a sore point. But I think after as many times that it is, it has come up so far, either being brought up, pointed out, or just in circumstance happening. I think this is maybe the first time that Kenny even gave it a second thought, which yeah. is shocking to me. Again, goes back to him being oblivious to his his ways having the effect on everyone around him. But what a bonding. You think about the bonding moment, how Kenny could learn Spanish from Hannah. Oh, yeah. They could learn both from each other. Right. It would probably be perfect. What a better teacher for him Did you catch? than her. Because that would be good because yeah. it's simple. You right. can learn easy things, and what he needs is vocabulary. Right. He just needs. Then he this can pick a, up on what the conversation's about. This is least. a pencil. These are my shoes. It's those kind of things. And then once you're in there, when you're in a conversation in a foreign language that you don't speak, when you start to understand those things, you get to pick up on the rest. You can see tone and vocabulary, and you can kind of get the verbs as they come through. You can kind of get a feel for them. Lapis, Zapatos. Even I know that. Sure. <laughs> With no bragging. No, I only know vocabulary. That's sure. It. Uh, same way from teaching my kids. That's what I said. From I, basic I, vocabulary. On the it. antenna, I put the Spanish, Spanish the Spanish channels on. So I thought maybe you could watch that and no. you could get you could no. get some better language I immersion. I don't need to know Spanish, but that's okay. I learned a lot of German from Married with Children. <laughs> that's probably not, yeah, I'm just telling you. On, on TV that that's what they showed, and they showed it in German. Oh. Well, you saw a lot of those shows when before I went over there, so you knew a lot of the language back and forth, and you could pick up a lot of German that's from funny. there. Al, from Al. I learned a lot of stuff from Al. But did you catch that one of them said something about that it would be easier for her to learn English. Yeah, he said it. Than it would be for Kenny to learn Spanish. I think that's the truth. She's younger. I think Armando said that. Yes, and I can't. They said one was going to have to learn and to be able to communicate with the other. Right. And but I think he is living in a Spanish-speaking country. Let's yeah, not forget. Kenny was still pointing. Kenny was pointing at Hannah when Armando said it. Mm-hmm. And it, it is the truth. But if you're going to live in Mexico. Spanish should probably be the right. language that you pick up. I would I would just assume that you could do something. And Armando was quite honest when he came out and said that it was starting to get on his nerves that he has to He's kind like, of babysit Kenny through every experience of daily life because he doesn't speak the language. Sure. 
That it's like having two children to manage. It's exactly what he said. Right. And that could be tough. Right. So you can you can already see the wedges forming. Because we don't know what they're going to do for money. I think Armando does seem to be good at talking through things and not blowing up and getting angry. And I feel like he's probably more that way than Kenny is even. Yes, Kenny seems he to seems be... He a little bit short yes. and, and easily offended. I think he was in a very comfortable place yeah. for a lot of years in Florida. Right. And he's, now he's having to make some well, adjustments. I mean, we all feel it. You've built whatever life that you've got. It's pretty comfortable. Right. And so... And it, all the people in his life, like his daughters and his grandchildren, they were brought up to his way of doing things. Right. So he wasn't making adjustments for them. They were making adjustments for him because that was his world. Right. And now he's in Armando's world. It's a different story. Yeah, and I think he's going to find as close as he thinks his family is. I think, just generally speaking, the Mexican families are a little tighter Yes. And a larger group. Right. And I know that's generalizing it, but I do think that Culturally the, speaking. the family unit right. is a little stronger than maybe we have here in America. Right. Where the family may have a compound, a legitimate right. compound, where multiple live together or generationally. Gather. Uh-huh. And it's not how. It's just not how right. we do things. Well, and here. that's that's true of a lot of other cultures. Mm-hmm. You know, Koreans are the same way. Yep. Multi generational households. Well, I guess that's a lot of what we get with all of these couples. You know, Jenny's over there, and she's immersed in that culture. But I don't think she'll ever, she'll never speak, I don't think she'll ever speak that language. She's been over there before. I haven't heard or seen any, no. any language, any well, other. Well, because of the British influence in the I think colonization right. in India, most yep. people speak English. I bet you're right. So she doesn't really need to. I would. I would think so. I thought it was, um, and we already talked about the dominant thing, so let's leave that aside. You, you saw <laughs> she got him and brought him a ring. Uh-huh. And that was a bit awkward. That was and she weird. looked taken back. She did. But I think she understood. He kind of did a nice way of explaining right. it. It's because he had something special planned. Sure. That's and, meaningful in his culture. Well, and he still said, I, I am still legally married. Right. And I don't think it's right that I have a ring on. Right. I thought that said something about him. It does, his and, character. Mm-hmm. I felt a little nervous about him going to court. Yeah, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. That was pretty crappy. It sounds like his soon-to-be ex-wife is really not a nice person. Yeah, but I think I think this is all posturing. I think this was done before just to make sure he paid is probably what a lot of this was. You file well, this stuff. That was a separate uh, court hearing. Sure, but they withdrew it, is what had been said. And so everything went away. But I think it was the family's guarantee that he was going to end up paying, or we won't drop this. And so he's he has paid at least half of it, got 10 more thousand to pay. I feel confident he never did anything like what she said. Mm. You know, he doesn't strike me as a violent, threatening person at all. I just thought it was odd. You go to court, and he had, like, jeans and a hoodie on. Yeah, it struck me well, as, this yeah. is not how I would go to court. <laughs> Maybe he wanted to be well, poor. Well, he has to look poor, right? He did have to look poor. They were looking for 500 a month. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm still a lot not sure. over there. And they still owe ten grand, 
wouldn't you yeah. get, and uh, maybe personal loans aren't something that you do in India, but if this was the case, wouldn't you get a personal loan to get the ten grand to pay her off and be done with it? Well, he got the money from his dad. Well, that's still not so good. I don't think that's going so well. Well, I mean, they kind of said that it was their fault because well, they forced I get him it. into it. And so they feel bad because, I mean, he almost killed himself like can, three times. You can feel bad, but feel bad and paying ten grand is something completely different. Yeah. And they all need to be out there working. I hope it all works out in the end. I don't know what, we don't see a lot of what he's doing. Yeah, I'm not sure what he does now. Obviously, he was in customer service at some point because that's how he met Jenny. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not, she can't work either, I'm, su- I'm yeah, sure. she can't. Well, she and she's collecting Social Security. So if she, so yeah, but how does that work in India? Income. Is that reportable income in India? You got to report that. Well, to she's the US? not a citizen there. She's yeah, a U.S. Right. citizen. She's still on a on a to, uh, a tourist travel yeah. visa, which is about to expire. So if he doesn't hurry up and get divorced and marry her quick, she has to leave the country. Well, and that won't happen until he gets ten thousand more dollars. She has to leave the country for a period of like six months or something before she can come back. You think maybe get your daughters to get a personal loan. You pay your daughters. Or I think she can stay for six months and has to go away for 30 days or something like that and then come back again. But not a whole lot with these two. I couldn't see her coming back to the States. Well, anytime she comes. For 30 days. Anytime she comes back, she just stays with. Well, but you think about the cost of travel and she's out of money now. Hmm. And he doesn't have any money. He owes money. Right. So I'm thinking she should probably probably just cross the border or something. The tag and you're it. Get an apartment for Red 30 Rover, days Red Rover, Red Rover, send Jenny right over. <laughs> but where's she got to go? She's got to go to another country that yeah. would accept her. She's got to cross a border just to cut I, down on their travel expenses. I guess it can't just be any border because you have to have a visa probably to go into the country you're going into. Well, she better start looking then. <laughs> Because the timeline's not moving very maybe, quickly. Maybe she can get herself a Pakistani boyfriend. And then he <laughs> could cross the border and go to Pakistan. Ah. Maybe she could go to Ethiopia. They seem to have good guys there. Right? Isn't Michael yeah, from Ethiopia? I'm kidding. No. What Africa. That's that's a continent. Yeah, but I mean a different part. Oh, not, he's not Ethiopia. I no. thought I did think it was Ethiopia. No. Um I just did. Is he Nigerian? Isn't he Nigerian I think right. like uh, Usman? They were both it's Nigerian probably, but from different tribes. Yes, he was yes. from Lagos, Nigeria. Is that right. racist on my part? Yes. That's not good. I didn't mean to do that. But, needless to say, let's transition to Ari and Binyam. <laughs> Ari. Two days. To, so we start with them and the nurse comes in. And they say, well, it's been, Ari says, it's been two days. And the nurse comes in and says, all right, you're ready to go home. And the, the lady says, I'm not going to be around to help you anymore. <laughs> and you could just see the kind of the panic in yeah. her face. And I think you could probably identify with her, yeah. right? With the first baby? Absolutely. She said, I was I don't, terrified. She said, I don't know what I'm doing. You know? Uh-huh. She said, and nobody, her thing was, you know, having a baby is so weird because you make a baby. You have the baby, and then you take the baby. Nobody checks to make sure that you even know what you're doing. Right. And that's it's the and truth. And you don't know what you're doing. That's <laughs> right. the, that's the that's truth. That's what I wrote. I wrote down. I wrote down that no one knows what they are doing. No is one. what I put here. I, I mean, 
I can't even express to you, I know my own personal experience, the anxiety and trepidation that, oh my gosh, I'm responsible for this human life 24-7 that completely 100% depends on me for everything, and I don't know what I'm doing. What if I break it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's an it at that point because you're like, what the heck? And then they stay for uh, 21, I, I yeah, 21 more years. <laughs> Plus, and right. counting. Yes. <laughs> Working on 21 and a half. So true. But yes, it's very uh, it's very unnerving because it's a lot of pressure and responsibility all of a sudden. And you, you're you afraid you will do something wrong. Sure. Well, she doesn't let Binyam do something wrong at the start as they're leaving. Well, at least she knows her mom is coming, hmm. you know, the next week. Sure. Because I didn't even have that. She didn't let Binyam. Binyam really tried to talk her into carrying the baby in the back of the car. And she would have no part of that. It was five minutes up the road. And it looks like nobody's driving very fast around there. It's little pothole, sunken dirt roads. I Mm. mean, they're just kind of creeping down the street. I didn't feel, and I think he had a point. I think you have to weigh all of this. It was probably pretty hot out. He's carrying a baby. Not for the first time. He is an experienced parent in this. So he's carrying a baby and an umbrella and walking. And he said the weather's extreme. And babies cannot, newborn babies cannot regulate their own body temperature. So, yeah, that was that was dangerous. What would you say would be more dangerous if you and, had those, those? You have those two scenarios. So, well, what would your call be there? It's hard to say because you know I'm adamant about car seats. Well, I get but it, but I think probably the car because. I mean, anything could happen there. I mean, I don't know what the crime rate's like, but South Africa is ridiculous crime. Um, and the conditions you've seen, the, right. the walking conditions. Um, when she got to that first apartment, didn't she have to go around like a trash heap or yeah. something, even to get to the door? And there's just random things thrown down, and there could be sharp objects. I mean, what if he, like he said, what if he fell carrying the baby? Mm. What if somebody came and slammed into him and, and he dropped the baby? Or took the baby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems like that was a higher risk mm. under the circumstances yeah. than having it in the car. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I don't think she had even prepared for that before. I don't know that she... It was a surprise decision. I didn't think that she had knew she had to make, and and so I think it was pretty rash. And she's not really that rational. She's not reasonable. So in general, I don't know what the right decision would be. Everybody made it, so I guess it worked out all well, right. Well, and it's not like the car was moving very fast. They did have a traffic jam. It looks like they sat most of the time. Yeah, and we saw them in a car seat later. And it was in the, their lap. Yes. And she didn't say anything about that. Right. Um, that's not much safer than having it. It's than probably it. worse, <laughs> I would imagine, because now you can't even hold the baby. You're just holding this thing with the baby in it. With the baby in it. That didn't make any sense to me. Right. It's now bigger and heavier. So I don't get that at all. Very strange. So the fun, I guess, there wasn't a whole lot of fun. There isn't. This show just isn't the funnest show. No. But I laughed so hard when she came across and they pulled that goat out. Oh my out. gosh! I knew immediately I what was happening. I thought she might puke. They or grabbed have a the legs down or and something. Pulled it to the ground, and I went, "I know what's happening here." <laughs> you could see the look That's on their a face. Slaughter this animal. 
Right in front of her. Oh my gosh. And you know, she had just cut her, she's got they these just stitches. Slaughtered her gut. <laughs> so she's got the same thing that had happened. But she looked troubled that she was responsible yeah, for an she's, animal. I have dying. to live with this she on eats, my conscience. She eats meat, so it's, yeah, that was a little dramatic. No, the goal it. wasn't a sacrifice. It wasn't a religious thing. It was. It was a, for a barbecue. This, yeah, this is how we welcome you, mm. which would be the case in a lot of cultures. I mean, think about when uh, when uh, Chantel's family went to the Dominican Republic and. How offended they were at the choices of food, but mm. they slaughtered a whole animal just to make a soup they cooked all right. day to serve, and they're, they were so poor. Yeah. I mean, they lived in like the poorest part of the country out in the middle of nowhere. Think of what they do in Korea. That's it. Inside I mean, scoop. They really, they really should have preview. At, <laughs> they really should have at least, you know, acknowledged the honor being shown, which she didn't even do that right. either in this case. Just, well, I think she's just, it's like a boxer. She's just punch drunk. All this has happened. Baby. Yeah. Stitches. You can't move. She Goat seems, slaughtered. She seems it's, immensely immature to And me. then she gets hammered with a family coming in with yeah. their, with whatever they're doing. Yeah. The UU lady. <laughs> yeah. That's all happening. I, I would go nuts. You know how I am about just uncomfortable new situations or noise. Yeah, I'd, and with a newborn baby, I just sleeping. freak out. Oh yeah, and they're passing it around like ugh. Yeah, she was. Uh, so that's what I was thinking to myself as a new mom. Yeah, you I know, I didn't panicked. want anybody touching my baby. I felt well. They didn't pull it out. It well, was, but you, they they're passing it around in the air in the bassinet, and breathing man, on it, man. and you know, I was very germ herd, conscious. Herd immunity is what we've got. There. <laughs> well, they were giving it. I mean, it looked to be they were giving it. And we see later they're giving it um, immunizations and stuff right. like that. So that's pretty good. That's good. And they're there for the one thing. So after they're doing all this, the goat, the family, the noises, all that passing around, then they hit her with a with a circumcision or the baptism. And cir- well, it's not like they hadn't discussed it like well, a thousand times before. I get They've it. been pretty clear from the She's, beginning. I mean, I get it. Look, I don't cut her a lot of slack. But right now I go, you got to give her a break. She's just getting hammered, you know, one thing after another yeah, after it, another. I mean, the, the goat thing was spraying on her. She didn't see that. It was actually a sheep. She didn't see yeah. that coming. But the the baptism and the uh, circumcision were all discussed ad nauseum well, before right. she had the baby. And she should have already been. Well, I think she just you know, put it off. She, right. We'll talk about this That's later. What I'm we'll talk about, about this later. Right. She didn't deal with it, mm. and now she has to. But she finally agrees to the baptism, although she says she thinks it's silly, but she also thinks it doesn't matter. So She also thinks there's no hell. So. Wh- why not go ahead? <laughs> why not just go ahead and do it? And so, while this is happening... Just don't scare the baby I with just, talk of hell, is what and, she said. <laughs> Did and, you, you know, catch that? Yes. <laughs> and they talked about the name, and Binyam agreed to the name, and he talked a little bit about how much he was hurt by his son, his first son, three-year-old, not being around. And at that moment, I thought, Ari, if you hurt this guy, yeah. I'm really going to be pissed at right. you. Right. Right. He has a very tender heart, mm-hmm. and, and seems to be a very loving compassionate person i mean he's got to be the nicest guy that's ever been on 90 days right really legitimately i mean he's not in it for anything and she she was a little soft right there she said that um that he makes he makes her feel good 
You know, even when she said, even though I look like crap, you make me feel good. It was one of the first time I think I saw her. She ever acknowledged anything positive about him. Right. But she, he, and she must not have been listening because he said that he loved her and she said, okay, is what she said. So my God. (laughs) Well, this ends up at the, this ends up at the one week checkup and the circumcision. Now they have not circumcision. <laughs> her religion that brisk happens on the eighth day, and right. she said that this was a surgery, and she wanted a surgeon to do it. So it looked like she, look, she was on board for this at first, but she backs off real quick. Right. And I think a lot of moms maybe do that when they think about. I guess with all the injections, well, she saw that she was not comfortable with I, the, with I, the needles. I felt for her when the baby was getting the shots. Because, and I well, I welled up with tears watching it, watching her face, mm. because I did the same thing mm. every time my kids got shots, especially when they were infants and couldn't say anything. Yeah, just the the painful cry is is agony. Yes, and for a mom sitting there, because it's the last thing that you want is to be in contributing, involved in inflicting pain on your child like and when they get to be toddlers they make you hold them down while they do it and Mm. it makes you feel like a horrible person right (laughs) so i totally get it and and he did say that she heard the baby start to cry when they were gonna get ready for the circumcision and that's when she went in and got him yeah so i mean i understand but i mean it's part of her own religion and her family's well, going to be expecting her to do it as well. And that's well. the pressure. I, I think she's been pretty spoiled. I think probably so, too. Probably her whole life. I think a lot of decisions and the dirty work has probably been done for her. Yes. She's not had to deal with that very often. Right. I would assume. Speaking of dirty work, we have Jahoon and his um, dirty anal. Wait, no, that was <laughs> no, last that was time. Last that was last episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we I got had that. that conversation oh, we already. Did. I'm sorry. You just well, hung up on it. Yes. Jahoon is back to selling phones. Yeah, isn't that funny? I thought that was so funny. Like, I wonder is that if his only life skill. If people <laughs> if people who are new to the show or new to Jahoon and Devin kind of I just kind of laughed when that happened. I did too. So well, well, well. If do what you know best. Right. And you saw him, he, they were in that shop and they gave him that phone and he was he was just right through it. Swiping. Yeah, and swiping. And it was it was and, fast. Yeah. So it looked like um it looks like he was a third party. Like he buys phones and sells them and uh-huh. moves them. So people bring phones and he gets them and right. he's just a middleman to I'm, I'm guessing that shop probably sells new phones and takes trade ins. Hmm. And then they pass off the trade ins to him for a cut cost because they haven't paid for them. Right. And then he goes and marks it up and sells it as is, and then the buyer then does the repairs and still makes out because it's less than buying one new. Right. So that seemed to be that's how that works. I, I think so. Wow. It. Um. But somebody doesn't trust him. Yeah. So she tags along with him to the shop. Follows hubby to work. It's just horrible. That was so embarrassing. Uncomfortable. I felt embarrassed for him. If you for your boss, well, I don't even know that was a boss. I think he probably described that this was just a customer. Is probably what it was, not an actual boss, and just somebody he buys phones from. Is what I think. But I think you'd want trustworthy people, right? So, and she then lets the cat out of the bag. Of 
his criminal past. Right, of buying stolen phones. Yeah, that was messed up. I'm like, what's she trying to do? Get him fired? What the heck? It's like his mom. It you was want like him his... to work, but then you got you're gonna take the legs out from under him, chop his... sabotage him. It's just it was really just <sighs> horrible. I couldn't believe she did that. You know, she's really <laughs> bad. I feel so bad for him. Right. I and really you, do. you know, we and know. And to feel bad for somebody who's a total knucklehead, it really says something. I it, I don't have any sympathy for her at all. I really But then don't. she goes, "Why do you sell the phones? Why don't you fix the phones?" He said, "I don't have the skills to fix the phones." And then the dude in the store says, "Well, you could get the skills to fix the phones." And he agrees with Devin. So everybody's ganging up on Chahoon. He's got a decent little thing going. You know, there's a lot let of parts. Him do his thing. There's a lot of parts and pieces you need to fix a phone. There's so many different kinds of phones out there that for you to have these things, you'd spend a lot of time going and buying stuff to fix Maybe the phones. He should let her take online classes or pull up YouTube, and he should bring the phones home and let Beautiful. her fix them. That and is perfect. Then he can sell. Well, is it? Wouldn't that be smart? <laughs> it would. I mean, no. Just think about it. If it's not that difficult, then you could make more money. He could be out peddling the phones and selling the right. phones, bring them back she to her. Could fix them. She could fix the phones, and then they got a nice little operation right, going. Because what is she doing? Right, nothing. Kids sleep. Right, <laughs> she's watching. She's she is educating and disciplining Drusilla. <laughs> no and no. What? She's washing no rugs. And hell no. She's washing rugs for a living. No. No. She's out buying a new one. Yes, that's exactly what she's doing. <laughs> so they go and look. Her dreams get crushed again oh because they're at the wedding venue. And she goes from happy, smiley person to the, I guess, Droopy is what, you know, the cartoon Droopy? No. Or Eeyore. You know Droopy? With oh. the big, long ears and he talks like that. No. He talks like Eeyore. You know, no. no Droopy. I don't no. do a Droopy impression for her. But I guess let's say she turns into Eeyore really oh, fast. Oh, well. Yeah, say, woe is me. <laughs> she wants a big wedding. Her big dream fairy tale wedding. Which I totally don't understand. Drinking and dancing. She doesn't even know if she wants to stay with them. And all she does is criticize him. So why the heck would she want another wedding? Wasn't the first one enough? Right. <laughs> and it looks like they go into a wedding factory is what they did. Yeah. They had lockers for everybody. It was yeah. like a football game. Well, I guess that's how it's done there. It's like what it is. Next. Is it's now, it's like Little League Baseball. When I was a kid, you had a full baseball game. You would play, at that point, you would play five innings. And when you got older, you'd play six. Nowadays, in sports with kids, you just play for an hour. You just have a field for an hour. However many innings you get in an hour, then you're done. You know what it reminded me of? Same thing here. The chapels in Las Vegas. Sure, it's the same thing. In (laughs) and out. But I think there you better come dressed. (laughs) You don't have time to get changed. Right. They have five to six weddings a day. She said weddings are three hours, and and I think there's a difference between ceremony and wedding. She was saying it's she's three, talking about the reception, three hour ceremony to eat and dance. And I all mean, that. a wedding really, if you if Ceremony's you, if you get it to last thirty minutes, yeah. that's a long ceremony. Yeah. It'd be a pretty religious ceremony because then sometimes you'd get like a, a sermon delivered right. during the wedding. Well, I mean, even our ceremony was at church, and we had the whole added the. The little candle lighting thing that our moms did before the ceremony and all that. Like, you know, we had some little extra stuff. It didn't take that long. It was a nightmare. Huh? I mean, it was great. (laughs) 
I remember it just like it was yesterday. Well, we'd remember it better if the video camera hadn't died at yes. the, like the third word of the ceremony. Yes, so, yeah. but, you know, it happens. <laughs> you still got me. Uh, yeah, I, I, have, I have the real She thing. just seems sad, and I, I, I kind of chuckled at the tradition of the. it was the the, do, the, the bride dancing with the father-in-law, which I don't remember that being a thing anywhere. No, the daughter dances with the dad, dad. with her father, right? Not the father-in-law, right? And the the new groom dances with his mother. Yes, that's the tradition. She's got it all switched around. She's dancing with his dad, <laughs> and 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 Jahoon's got to dance with Drusilla. Oh my gosh! Who probably I was like, just huh? I was scratching my head like probably oh, how many weddings have you been? To just gonna that eat happens. is just gonna eat his shoes or something. <laughs> Or pull his hair out, <laughs> <laughs> which is a teaser. Which is a teaser. We're going to have episodes this uh, later this week of the Family Chantel season two, episode three, and we're going to have some inside scoop stories. And we have, if you haven't figured it out by now, we have some Jahoon and Drusilla inside news. And it would be, I guess, probably you mean Jahoon and Devin. What did I say? Drusilla. <laughs> Well, she's involved too. Jahoon, Drusilla, and Devon News. So that's all in there. Um, we've got some, and this is, I just sprung this on you, really. We have some Laura and Aladdin News. We have some, I guess, Jahoon, Drusilla, and, and Devon aren't the only three-way we've got to talk about. We get some Larissa, Evelyn, and a surprise as the third in 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 that story, mm. and we have some Britney some Britney news, which so. I don't care about. Yeah, we haven't even <laughs> I'm talked so about tired of her. Yeah, and you notice we we really didn't. We just mentioned her. There's not a whole yeah. lot to talk about with Britney. That's just boring stuff. Yeah. So I think I'm pretty much over that. Basically, Britney fast forward and Devin fast forward. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not an interesting story. No. So, and they're just annoying. Yeah, I'd rather watch Tim than right. Brittany. Oh wow, that's heavy. Well, that's just fun. <laughs> Big dopey cheese stick. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. We'll catch you guys later. You've been listening to Ninety Day Fiance, coupled with chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.